All right, welcome to Old School, everybody. Jane Huger, Ben Manquist, Mark Thompson, real old school here, super old school. Uh, Mark's got that old school TYT hat on, I love it. Um, and uh, and so obviously sponsored by twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. You know it, I know it, the American people know it, best coffee in the world. <laughs> twostrongcoffee.com. The American people know it. <laughs> they do, Mark, they're talking about it and you know it too. I, uh, do, I, do. I like how we're pretending that everybody isn't talking about Too Strong Coffee. Yeah. Uh, well, which brings us, does it? Which brings us to our first topic. Uh, which is I'm really good at drinking water. Um, and and so I wonder if it has had any actual benefits. You know how doctors are always like, oh, you gotta drink water, you gotta drink a lot of water, okay? And, uh, and they're like, oh, you gotta drink this much water, that much water. I'm like, you know what, mission accomplished. I do drink a lot of water, yeah. so you're, you're uh, preaching to the choir. I, have, uh, I, I just wanna point out, you've, you've entered into a topic that I have very strong opinions about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, coincidentally, I happen to be in bad shape. <laughs> no, seriously, physically, obviously, I mean, I'm big bone, right? Big bone. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I am in good physical shape. I want to knock on wood like crazy every time, but I'm in good physical shape. Uh, you know, blood pressure is great. Blah blah blah. All the vitals are good. And then I thought, wait a minute. I wonder if it's because of the water, because I'm because I'm really good at it, really good Wait, at. Wait, if if what's if you're in good physical shape because you drink a lot of water? Yeah, because the doctors always tell you drink water, drink water. Maybe I drank the water, and that's why I'm in good shape. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you're telling a lie, and YouTube should take down the video, just like they did with Marks. Um, the uh, yeah. Um, I, doctors don't tell you to drink water. People tell you to drink water. Doctors tell you to be hydrated. Um, and water is the easiest way to be hydrated. Right? Now, now I do remember Ben does have strong feelings about this. this is great. This is a little rant like about it. coffee. I, Everything's involved. I don't Go like ahead, I don't like water in general. It doesn't have any flavor. <laughs> um, I find it disappointing every time, unless I'm really thirsty. So it doesn't matter what you drink. It really doesn't. Now, and I and as my evidence, I have a piece by one of the great and Mark will vouch for him, one of the great local news reporters of certainly his era and maybe ever. Uh, WUSA's, WDVM, WTOP <laughs> before that, uh, Mike Buchanan, like <laughs> a guy, except it wasn't Mike Buchanan. No, it was Pat Collins or Mike Buchanan, I think it was Mike Buchanan. And he did a story about how to stay hydrated in Washington in the summer when it's you know 97 degrees and unbelievably humid. And he was like, look, it doesn't matter, you can drink whatever you want. In fact, in many ways, hot beverages are better for you at staying hydrated in the heat. But it's so incredibly unsatisfying that I can't do it. But basically, whatever you want, right? That was his sort of synopsis piece, which struck a chord when I was young. And then my father, when we were in Phoenix with my brother at baseball spring training in Scottsdale, and dad had some sort of episode where he threw up, right? Like he was, he got kind of pale and he threw up, and he was clearly something was wrong. And we, and the hotel called a doctor, and a doctor came to the hotel. Uh, it was very old school, um, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I think you're you're dehydrated. Do you have, have you had anything to drink? He said, if you had a lot of water. My dad said, no, I don't drink water. And the guy goes, well, you can drink whatever you want. You probably want some beer. Let's get him a beer. And my dad was like, I don't want beer. <laughs> and dad was like, I want coffee. And he was like, well, all right, coffee. 
fine, have coffee, just be hydrated, have lemon. Now I'm seeing why tea. this doctor comes to the hotel because he's not really a doctor. <laughs> so it's just, and, and there are he no- He offers him a beer, Jenk, as the first thing. There go are ahead, no benefits, ahead. there are no health benefits to drinking water. There are health benefits to staying properly hydrated. Okay, now ironically, I'm gonna go in the other direction. Okay, so whenever we're going on a hike, people are always like, "Oh, you gotta bring like two gallons of water." Like it's a half an hour hike. <laughs> we'll hike and then we'll come back and then we'll have the water here. I don't want to carry two jugs of water with me, right? And like people panic over the hikes. Guys, we're not going over the Mojave Desert. Jank, you don't carry the water. You have your assistant carry it, please. Oh, yeah. that's don't what you, I'm getting wrong, knucklehead. Yeah, don't Jank. you? Do you do you hike without a Sherpa? Oh my God. That's weird. Anyway, that's, go ahead. That's yes. so lame. Yeah. Uh, usually I am the Sherpa. <laughs> uh, and so the way that, that works, of course, every husband's the Sherpa uh, and every dad. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, hey, kids, you got to bring your co- uh, coats and stuff. I'm like, we're actually now, we're actually literally in a desert. They definitely don't need a jacket. Oh, just in case. Just in case means don't worry, dad's gonna carry it anyway. I just, when Josie says to me, I'm gonna bring this, and then she says, and I go, anything you bring, I'm not carrying. And then when she inevitably says, can you carry this? And I say, if you hand it to me, I'm gonna throw it in the first trash can we see. Whatever it is, throw it in the first. And sometimes she'll be like, you know, fine. Cause she knows it's money and I won't do it, right? She's like, <laughs> she's caught on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's outrageous. Like, don't if you don't want a coat, don't bring it. But don't, I'm not carrying your coat. Not well, it's bit. funny because I see having children as one of the the great advantages to it is that they can carry the stuff. Well, they do carry. They, by the way, you can dump a lot of stuff on them. Also, they okay. love Jenkman. They're they're still at an age with a pro and Joy sure. are certainly Joy, as I imagine, where they still think it's fun to get you something. Oh, that's cool. And plus, you buy them a cute knapsack and you can put whatever you want in there. They love wearing the cute knapsack, I think. I'm like, oh, Josie, my phone's upstairs. Can you get it in 14 seconds? <laughs> you know, a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ben I is scamming that. his own daughter. Oh, love it. Yeah. So, as, as we all know, Ben and I are very similar, right? So, uh, number one, that whole, uh, if you bring it, uh, I will not carry it. I have the same rule. Because I hate it. I the, the first eight times we did it, and I got the jackets everywhere, and I have everybody's water. Even though I'm not wearing a jacket, nor do I want to drink any water on this. Uh, you know, it, let's call it an hour and fifteen minutes. Are we really going to die of thirst in an hour and fifteen minutes? And do we really know anyone who's taking a hike longer than an hour and fifteen minutes? Yeah, and those people, by the way, should should bring water. They got to bring one of those things. You also, if you don't know where you're going. Like you should have water in the event that something goes wrong. Lee and exactly. I exactly. I narrated I t- a bunch of those different scenarios, and believe me, uh, Lee and I that water. Lee and I went on a hike when we were at Telluride on our last day, and and we knew we just were going up the mountain to the top, but we didn't know how long it was going to take, and it was possible we would take a wrong turn and end up windy. I mean, we would. And so, and then we might fall, and then somebody would have to leave the other person to go get help. And so, I, as we were walking halfway, I thought, you know, we should have brought water. Like it's gonna be fine because we're gonna get to the top and then we're gonna take the gondola back down. But we should have had water. But if you know where you're going, if you've done a hike before, then it's like saying, I why do you have to take water when you go out for a walk? Like yeah. what? Somebody gonna go give a 30 minute walk? Like no, you don't have to take water unless you think you're gonna want water. In which case, take a little water. 
pro and I got lost on a hike, uh, of course, because it was me and a kid who's genetically similar to me. So of course we got lost, and it, I think it was up in Canada, so we were safe. There were good folks there, <laughs> uh, and uh, and so it took us. I don't know, I don't remember, two, three hours, maybe two and a half hours, I don't remember, right? Um, and I don't remember if Pro had water. I categorically reject carrying anything during hikes. Uh, and so I didn't. You know what happened? Nothing. Two people have never been more fine in the history of humanity. Okay, yeah. so you're not gonna keep to run out of water in two and a half hours. And then, but I realize now that I have water privilege. Because uh, since I drink so much water already, I probably am less likely to get dehydrated. So if you're a person who doesn't normally drink water and you're gonna go on an hour and a half hike, some of I us, guess, some I of guess. us, I don't think you're more hydrated than other people. I just don't. I, I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Our bodies are like overwhelmingly water. Yours might be a tiny bit more water, but I think you get you drink a lot of water because you're thirsty, which probably means you're dehydrated, which means you. Dehydrate quicker, but you survived two and a half hours. If it were, by the way, if we're not idiots, I think I speak for Jake here. If it were 100 degrees when you took the hike, one, you wouldn't have taken the hike. Two, you would have brought water. Yeah, and well, no, you you don't actually speak for me. Almost under no circumstances am I going to bring water. <laughs> okay, um, right. I hate carrying it. And Mark, you're wrong. Uh, my daughter likes a knapsack, uh, but my son will try to get me to carry the backpack the entire trip. <laughs> Even if we have all agreed and everyone's sworn on whatever non-existent religious text that we don't believe in, that they're gonna carry their backpack. They're not going to, they're just gonna tell me two minutes into the trip, Baba, you carry it, Baba, you carry it, okay. And Ben, to your point about can you get it in 14 seconds, I love that. That's a good way of doing it. I used to just bribe them. I, I give, oh, whoever goes up and gets my Coke first gets a, gets a point. What is a point? It's a dollar. So right. I'm just literally bribed. Wow, a point is a dollar. Yeah. yeah. But even uh, that stopped working. After a course, while, they're like. Uh, the I, reality is that uh, water is good for you and that it flushes your kidneys, it takes care of your body in ways that are important. Uh, being handed a beer uh, does not. Uh, beer no. has alcohol in it, it actually dehydrates you. And I know you're gonna tell me no, but it's no, it, I, 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 it doesn't work as well as water, but it's better than not being, it's better than nothing. Okay, all right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. I mean, if yeah. it's that or nothing, of course, but I'm just saying that water does perform, uh, the intake of water does perform an important function. It so, does, uh, but the intake of liquid does it too. Water is just the purest form of liquid and there are no downsides to water. It Almost depends what else. the liquid is, uh, Dr. Mankiewicz. I mean, Not it's- really, I just mean mm, big water. Yeah, really. Big, no, no, you know what, Mark? All right, well, listen, all right, Red Bull, it's, it's, Red Bull. Does Red Bull, Red Bull is a liquid. Red Bull has caffeine and sugar. Uh, what, what Would you suggest Bull, that it's- Well, Red uh, Bull, I just one point, Red Bull also has wings. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It also has what? Wings. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I got it. I just mean, obviously, if you need to be hydrated, water is the easiest thing. It's pure. It has no downside, right? Oh, you can't drink too much water. There is a you can get water poisoning or whatever the f it is those guys call it, right? But you'd have to drink a tremendous amount of water, right? <laughs> and so, I get it. But for most of us. The intake of something else will do the same hydration trick. If you drink fruit juice instead of water, you're getting a lot of sugar. 
right? And that has its own problems. So there's the beauty of water is that there are no downsides. You're not gonna get weight, you're not gonna, it's not gonna hurt your skin, it's not gonna give you diabetes. So it has a lot of upsides. But the hydration well, part, the yeah. hydration part does not have to come from water. That's all. It's not, it's it's not just that it has a lot, there are no downsides. There, it, it, there are good things associated with hydrating. But but Right, but, but hydrating, that's not water. There are good things associated with hydrating. Okay, well, great. You, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying you have to drink water. Oh, Go okay, drink so lemonade if you want to, although it's not as good as water. I mean, but water only because is, of the negatives, not in the hydration point. Yeah, because of the negatives, exactly. All right. Okay. So. I, there's so many things I love about this. Uh, first, I love the idea of somebody's dying of thirst, and then you're like, "You want a beer?" No, no, it'll just make me thirsty. <laughs> of course, that's an extreme example, but Jack. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead with your little mockery. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so number two. This uh, has 17 grams of added sugar. I'm not going to drink this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but number two. Um, so I. I even though I drink a lot of water and I'm a fan of big water, big water propaganda is, well, no, but that's the thing. Big water propaganda has not worked on me, nonetheless, okay? So I think that it has some nominal positive effects, but I came in largely joking around. I don't think that it gives me my good blood pressure to just keep moving the water in and out, in and out of my system. Maybe it does a little bit of that flushing, but whenever anybody talks about flushing out their system, I instantly stop listening and I instantly think of Janet Jackson. I can tell you stop listening because I'm making a lot of good points here and you're completely ignoring them. The fact is, Jank, that there is big water. They sell you that crap about Avion and Perrier and all of a sudden it started with Perrier. Uh, back in I think the early 90s or whatever, late when that's when that bottled water thing and the craze started. Now everybody's got a bottle of water everywhere. That's clearly wrong. I mean, I would agree with you guys on that. It's it's sanity. Why does everybody have to walk around with a plastic bottle of water? We've inundated the planet with this plastic, and you're and now the downside of water. If it comes out of a plastic bottle, right? And even okay. if it doesn't, it's got pieces of plastic and there's so much plastic passing through our body, and it's coming from all that plastic that's everywhere. I mean, these plastic containers are awful. And so a little piece of that plastic container is coming into your body every time you pick up one and drink. That's why you should try to drink water out of a, or whatever you're drinking out of a glass container or a metal container. But the plastic is everywhere, Jack. So there is big, there is big water. There is you big joke water. about it, but it's real. It's that's real. Right. And but. Yeah. But just in general, and you know what, Cenk and I have no idea what we're talking about, and I want to make that very clear. <laughs> but 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 it's just you don't have to make that clear, Ben. It's clear. The but the <laughs> but the my wife is a she's big water. She is she has been seduced by big water, and the notion that you can cure what ails you from drinking the one thing that is literally nothing. Right, I mean, it is like saying, you know what you need? It's like when people said when they had tuberculosis that you should move to Arizona and somehow you'll be cured of this disease, right? It's just air yeah. and water it, it, are necessary. This is, this is like saying that better. radioactivity can't hurt you. I mean, the idea that something I can't see could somehow be in the air or I don't know, goes into your body and it hurts you, it's no. absurd. No, no, it's not what I'm saying, Mark. <laughs> what I'm saying is the notion that the things that have, water has no nutrients in it. It's just water. I mean, it's great. It's useful. We have to be hydrated. We'll die. 
if we're not hydrated. And the easiest thing to hydrate yourself with is water and Mark's right, you should drink it from the tap and put it in a glass and wash the glass and and, <laughs> and, and shame people who drink bottled water. I'm for it, I'm for the shaming, right? But there's first, no magic, all, there's no magic in water. You can't drink none. If you drink no water, you, you, you'll run the risk of, of being ill. You have to drink some, there, that's it. It doesn't yeah. cure you, it doesn't cure diseases, it doesn't cure a headache. Well, no one was saying it's curing diseases. It can help you with a headache actually, but it depends where the headache yeah. comes from, like a hangover. Like, I'm not positive if Mark is for big water or against big water. I'm against think, big water, but I, I am for water. And my, Mark, we, is, and like, I, Mark I is like Tulsi Gabbard here. Like drought ravaged west. Reminds me of how much I love it, the notion that water has no nutrients. It, it's just a big neutral thing. What is it's like saying, why do you need to breathe? There's nothing there. There are no nutrients in the air. I mean, I'm sorry, Ben. Uh, I water I'm, is not a magic elixir. That's my point. I did no, also of say it's not a magical. What, there's nothing that's a magic elixir except, of course, magic elixirs. I got it, but people are always talking. You got to drink more water, or you could avoid. 85 things that that doesn't do anything okay. for you. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So, but by the way, Mark, I just wanted to make the point that Mark is clearly the Tulsi Gabbard of this conversation. It's like, <laughs> it's like he comes on, pretends to be against big water, but in the end, he's just he's for Putin and big water. Yeah. I think right. it's pretty it's pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, last water story. And by the way, I mainly use it as a palate cleanser. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I drink so much water. Um, <laughs> By the way, my, my wife just texted from downstairs. I guess you can hear all text is in capitals. Yes, it is. She doesn't even know what we're talking, but she's like, yeah, the water is, in fact, I'm going to guess a magic elixir. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's only one magic elixir, and everybody knows it. It's twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. <laughs> no. Everybody. But by the way, there's truth in that, but we can get to big coffee later. <laughs> um, so, God, that's so true. You know what? I'm going to tell you guys that story. Coffee is the magic elixir. Um, uh, so, but last uh, water story. Um, so, uh, I now this is kind of a, a funny one because it's a little, uh, uh, you know, frou frou. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, I don't know if it means what I think it means. Uh, but um, I was at a fun, fancy fundraiser in uh, Beverly Hills once. I do declare, and uh, and Al Franken was there, and Ariana Huffington was there. This is over a decade ago. Okay. Uh, and uh, and at that point, I'm not even sure that Al Franken was a senator. That gives you a sense of how long ago it was. And it and it was a mansion. I mean, it was like the biggest house I've ever been in. And I was like, oh, this is where they do fundraisers. I get it, right? <laughs> and and then I asked, so who are these folks that whose house we're in? And they're like, oh, they're the owners of Evian. He's in Lord Mercy, okay? So then we go talk, have fun, whatever we do. Here, here's what I don't do at that fundraiser, donate. <laughs> <laughs> but presumably others are there to do that. I'm there to to, to schmooze and make connections. Itself. I'm gonna set, Jenk, the over under is $85 on the amount of money you've given in your life at fundraisers. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I've given lately. I've given more, as as you might know, in politics, and I have the text to prove it. You make the mistake of giving to one Democrat, they share the list. Next, oh you know, hi, Jake. This is Senator Schumer. Is it? <laughs> is it? Okay. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. It's Nancy. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 I get the chuck. Yeah, yeah Nancy here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, although I keep getting texts from people who I actually do know. 
And then it's even dumber, right? Like, hey, Jank, it's AOC. No, 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 it's not. Oh, uh, I, well, you know, careful what you complain about, since all of us get seven emails a week that go, "Hey, Ben, it's Jank." I don't know about you, but I'm outraged. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. true. It's true. Well played. See, well played. I, I, I'm honest about it. Anyway, we now we're about to leave the fundraiser, and for somehow I find myself in that circle with Franken and Huffington, uh, Arian Huffington, etc. And uh, and we're by the pool, and he and he says, Franken says, Jank, you 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 know what this pool is made of? I'm like, no, I don't know. He's like. They actually put Avion in the pool. The entire pool is made of Avion. And I was like, whoa. He's like, ah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing thing is that you bought that for a second. Yeah, yeah I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I was, you know why? Because I was in I was in the house that Big Water built. I like that they, would also, they fill it up true. with Avion, but it's like they got guys, they do it eight ounces at a time. They take the top off. <laughs> That's what I said. No, come on, come on. Keep it coming, man. We got to be finished by Thursday. Yeah, we have guests coming over Thursday. That's right. <laughs> I swear, in that like half a second, I picture people pouring it in. Yeah. So I was like, how would you get the Avion water? You know, like you can't. The factory's not around the corner. It's not. Uh, and so, and then. Uh. Could we please get the 32 ounce bottles for filling the pool? Is that too much to ask? Yeah. <laughs> have I given, have I donated over $85 in person? Ah, that's nip and tuck, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You got, I think your over under is excellent. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to guess one of them you got roped in to give them $50. You know, yeah, yeah, and I could maybe twenty five and other maybe a twenty five, and then we're then and then we're yeah. in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're but there. Who knows? Maybe I gave a hundred once. That's right. We don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Steven Scales wrote in, uh, and this is right. We're about to get to vegan vengeance. Okay, so that's going to be a fun topic. Uh, Steven Scales wrote in. Uh, I'm pumped for tonight's old school. Let's go. Let's get high and talk nonsense for two hours. Well, we were what already nonsense. We just had a substitution <laughs> about big water. Yeah. I, I, I think we proved you wrong, didn't we, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brewer Dragon Cat. All right, all right, all right. The original old school. Who doesn't love Mondays? Uh, Jan, hi, uh, hi, all. Love TOT and especially old school, but sending extra love to Mark T after the mess at Radio X. I'm subscribed to the new Mark Thompson show and loving it. Oh, that's great. No, that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's really nice. Somebody mentioned that. My, uh, but we have the, we do have the new show, and I've got the. Uh, that's why I'm holding the drinking my water out of the Mark Thompson show mug, <laughs> uh, which uh, I don't care if people get the mug, but just a way to remind you that uh, there is the Mark Thompson show on YouTube. The same way uh, you know you watch a lot of other stuff. So we're on YouTube every day, live, ten to noon. The Mark Thompson show. I got them. I only have the Mark Thompson mug. I got Mark Thompson to give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can get it. It's at getmarkmerch.com. Yeah. But all uh, the money from getmarkmerch.com goes to Animal Rescue. So. Yeah, and uh, and Mark is not uh, and Mark is raising money to keep the show on the air, the show that was on KGO that isn't anymore and Mark uh, uh, is not uh, uh, is not taking a dollar. He's like hired a producer. He's trying to keep people working. So if you can uh, help out with the Patreon and uh, for Mark's show, I think that would be great. No, that's really cool. Actually, that was a great pitch. I should mention. I should do that very pitch on the air. It's a weird thing to, you know. It's funny. Just to quickly, I'm so used to seeing Jank and Anna and you know all the TYT kids 
uh, do that thing where you you know you ask for membership and all the rest and subscribe and all this sort of thing. And so I've always been in ad supported broadcasting, right? At television radio stations where there are ads and I don't do any of that. And now I am that person who has to try to get people to subscribe and to you know to watch and to as Ben says you know offer monthly support through Patreon. And so it's a weird thing and I actually love that what you just said because I I I have to make it clear to the audience, hey, this is what uh, what we need to you know to stay and, on and the Mark, air. Mark, so. Mark will do a, a, an honest, a thoughtful, amusing, funny show by a professional broadcaster, and if you know, <laughs> Dave Rubin and Jimmy Dore bought houses from Patreon, right? So for the love of God, I think, we, I think Mark should get a house. That's what I think. I think Mark should get a house. I'd, deal. I'd like, I, literally, if I could just keep the staff, uh, you know, happy. Yeah, that's right. And that's all he wants to do is keep keep couple, three people working. Right, exactly. Big lib. So I'm going to read just a tiny bit more comments. First of all, Dan Ralph, thanks for being a member on YouTube. We appreciate it. Everybody, you could hit the join button below to become a member. See, I just did what the kids do on Young Turks, as Mark just said. Biden flavor corn pop writes in, aight. Ben of the Mank, Mark of the $500 Vegas trip, jank, okay. And then I'm going to power through these Twitch ones because they're fun. Uh, Civic Folly 86 says, I go to the fundraisers for the coup d'etats. Mm, true. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. Uh, Mary Animal says, Mark knows what's up. Uh, Busey says, I am vegan vengeance. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, you can tell me, Jess says, the only way this could be more old school is if the guys were in the studio. I know, right? Uh, coming soon. Um, Naughty's Maximus says, woohoo, they're getting the band back together. This is quite the band. This is the band, I think, in a lot of ways. Paul M. Hatton says, I used to work with an old salesman, and his line was, I don't drink water because fish F in it. Okay, that line makes no sense, okay, at all. Well, it makes as much sense as some of the stuff we've said up to this point. You know what? That's a good point. He's on old school next week. It's a Winston Churchill line um, that he either said fish F in it or S in it. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Um, yeah but that might have been not why he drinks it. Let's bet on that. Can we put something on that? And it might have been why he doesn't swim. Oh, I see. Okay, I'll take S. I was going to take S also. It's not F. It's not F. Yeah, that seems wrong. And in fact, even if you're old salesman, you think he said that he didn't. Okay, we're overruling you. Also, did did fish F at all? I mean, I guess they might, but I mean, doesn't seem like it. It just doesn't seem like it. It they have what? some kind of there's a mating dance that they do the whole routine. I don't. That's okay. Let me just clarify a number of things before people lose their minds. A, they clearly reproduce. Okay, we all know that. <laughs> B, yeah, we're not are, out of fish, right? Yeah, there are many different varieties of fish, and so my guess is they do different things. Right? Yeah, but they're pretty. They're basic. I mean, they do have a structure that is emulated by most of them. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I never thought you never see like, oh man, look at those fish. They're totally going at it. Like, you yeah. know, that's not a thing that we encounter. You Number know? three, uh, I'm 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 pretty positive fish don't have penises. 
Um, and you know, you never see like, oh, look at it, get a load of the thing on a shark, okay? Uh, although the shark, I don't think is a fish. Anyway, uh, so the fish apparently we not know about. Fish. I think fish shark is a fish. You shark think so? Yeah, shark is a fish. Yeah, I think the whale is a mammal, but the shark is a fish. I think. All right, I we're mean, gonna look that up. We're yeah. gonna look that up, or people are gonna apparently look. fish do uh, uh, procreate in two ways. Outside, uh, like with the fertilization of the eggs, as we were kind of noting, and then I think there is, uh, there can be possibly, and I'm still reading the piece, but uh, some. Uh, no, I'll just use the word penetration. Uh, huh. Yeah. Huh. So because this is what I was gonna guess. Uh, I was gonna. I know that some fish, that uh, they, they'll. The, I think the the ladies will lay the eggs down somewhere, and the men will come by and go. Almost like salt bay, like okay, here we go, right? Mm. And then, and then, ironically, like feeding a fish. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that is quite ironic. Mm. Although mm. that's a very un-PC talk in the fish world. <laughs> okay, they don't like to talk about humans and and fish right. Fish in captivity, sure, right? Yeah, as as our old friend George W. Bush once said, I believe that fish and humans can coexist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and the fish thought not really no we would really rather not <laughs> um, anyway uh, so and then I thought that they maybe rubbed up against each other some some species it's of it's a really complicated process and I'm not going to read the whole piece here while we're uh, but it it uh, it can be done it can be done internally with the eggs being fertilized internally or externally as well apparently and there are probably a few other ways too you know I bet it's not hot yeah. Well, I think that's a fair guess. Yeah, it's, it's a, a fair, fair guess. guess. By the way, I want—I think proving all my points about water to be correct is that I was correct about uh, sharks. Right off, without any, I just, 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 I just, <laughs> I just, I just went for it. And uh, sharks are indeed fish. All right. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. And uh, and this uh, this will be the cherry on on top for you. Cheesy vegan wrote in Mank with the gray beard, looking so foxy. Wow. There you go. All right. I'll take it. Uh, take and it. Lee just texted, no, it's not. <laughs> no, Lee likes it. <laughs> That's a good point, but Lee does like that. Into okay. the beard. And Rebox too, thank you for renewing your membership. All right. Uh, so before we get to the vegan vengeance, uh, coffee is a magical elixir. Have I told you guys this story before? Uh, it Almost coffee certainly. changed the history of the world. Um, and so uh, it's because the water, funny enough, Mark uh, had a lot of disease in it. Uh, in How can that be? It's water. <laughs> Things do get in the water. Things yeah. do get in the water. Uh, and so in Europe and a lot in 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 huge parts of the world, um, you couldn't drink the water, uh, and so it would make you sick. And they had tons of disease back then because back then we, you know, among the many reasons is because we didn't have good sanitation. So people would be how they would get rid of their waste is they would go out the window and throw the bucket, empty the bucket onto the street. So not overly surprising that there was a lot of disease in the water at the time. So people had to drink beer so that they could exist in the day, right? That right. was their liquid. And, and so that answers one of the questions that we had. Yes, beer does do the job. Right. I mean, I granted, I'm gonna guess the life expectancy was, you know, like 38. <laughs> but yeah. But it kind of was. Yeah. Right. That's right. And so, but that probably less from the beer and more from the uh, waste of sewage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> more, sure. more and, 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 and the syphilis. Yes. And, but, but all of it, 
all of it, right? Yeah. And and that culture still remains with us to some degree. But in fact, it's kind of worn out in our lifetimes in some ways. People used to drink so much, and I think Michael might have sent me this picture. People used to drink so much in Turkey, and that was a Muslim country, all the way up to the 1960s, where they had, where it was an occupation, a job for someone to be a basket carrier. They would take the drunk people, put them in the basket, and the guy would then carry the basket on his shoulder all the way to that guy's house. And that's how much people used to drink, okay? So, but what happened is then in the- That's a terrible, it's just a terrible job, by the way. Oh, no, that's yeah, a brutal, yeah. that's literally a backbreaking job. I mean, yeah, yeah. imagine it's me that passed out. Right, yeah. At that uh, guy's- What do you do for a living? I'm a, I'm a basket carrier. Oh, yeah, Oof, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, probably- Well, from a long family of basket carriers. <laughs> yeah, long family, you know. my grandfather was a basket carrier, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. A brutal job, brutal job. Uh, so, uh, so then somebody found coffee, and this is actually very recently. Like, and they uh, and 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 it started getting more and more popularized. And so I forget the exact date: 1700s, 1800s. Uh, and and then there were many wars fought over it. The, uh, the Ottoman Empire wouldn't sell the coffee uh, to Europe. So then Europe attacked the Ottoman Empire to try to get coffee. And then they have to they had to have a coffee truce. Why? Because it also was liquid. It also did not carry disease because of the way that it's made just like beer, right? And so when you switch from beer to coffee, your productivity took off like a rocket, mm. okay? Mm. Because instead of everybody being passed out, everybody was energized. All of a sudden, whichever empire had coffee, would boom, and that's part of the reason why the Ottomans stayed around for 500 years. Because coffee came out originally, was found in Africa, and then popularized a little bit in, in Yemen and South and Saudi Arabia. And then the Ottomans took it and then took it all across the world. And, and that's why it's Turkish coffee is famous, is because that's where it came from. And 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 the Ottomans- Is this one of those stories where the Turks- want to share with the other empires. This is one of those stories where the Turks claim to have invented something, but it turns out they didn't really. Okay, so <laughs> normally that would totally be yeah. true. Okay. okay, there's been a lot of those stories, okay. But no, this one I actually looked up. Because um, I've been burned too many times. I don't know if it's like the Spice Wars, but I mean, finding things that had flavor must have been I mean, it must have driven people mad. I mean, when you when you're a Viking and you you you're conquering the world and everywhere you're just eating cod, flavorless cod, it's disgusting. And then suddenly, somebody's like, "Hey, man, put some salt on it." <laughs> right? And they're like, "Holy my god, this cod <laughs> is fantastic!" And I feel no, like no, that's man. what happened with coffee. No, but that's exactly what happened, and yeah. not only with coffee, but with salt. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Salt. When they came up with that, people were like, I mean, almost exactly what you said. Like, whoa, what is this? It makes everything taste so much better. And then it became a precious commodity. And when anytime anything becomes a precious commodity, boom, here come the wars. Well, it became yeah. a preservative, right? Didn't they just keep, they, I mean, they didn't have any refrigeration. So you had to, that was the way they kept things. Right, that's right, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, salt was a two. So they had grabbed their coffee, which they had just discovered, and they had their salt to keep things fresh. And you know, before you know it, you got a society. That's right. Yeah, it's not, it's not such a bad life. 
Yeah. Yeah. You guys so put by some the way, salt on your cod, have a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. 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 And salt is older, but but it's not as old as you would think. But chocolate is in the coffee category where you'd be shocked at how new it is. Right. Like these poor sons of bitches going through all of human history without chocolate, coffee, any of that stuff, right? Um, and that's, and uh, so, yes, that's why when everybody's dying at like 44, they probably didn't even really care, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like time's up. Thank God, because I'm starving <laughs> and I don't want anything. Yeah, there's nothing good to eat. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. good. I'm out. Yeah, and and then the, the guy would the basket carrier would come by. And they're like, no, 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 he's good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> he's not. No, he's not drunk. He's dead. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> a, he just couldn't stand the cot anymore. <laughs> uh, so uh, and then of course there was the opium and there was the opium wars. Uh, the British invaded China. And took Hong Kong. That was that 99 year deal because China prohibited the British East India Company, I believe that was the company. There was a, there were only a couple of them at the time from selling opium inside China because it had addicted 40 million people. And the British were like, yeah, but it sells really well. So right. they invaded China and pulverized it just so they could change the law to keep selling opium. Well, the East India Company is responsible for yeah, so much of Britain's dominance worldwide and the colonization of so much of the globe. I mean, it's a bizarre fact. It's a little like a big oil now. You know what I mean? How uh, you know, big oil was responsible for the uh, throwing out Mosaddegh in Iran, and you know, installing their. You know, they're going to get what they want everywhere they go. Big oil, same as true. And and it's odd that you had mentioned. Yeah, I'd forgotten they were truly um, a. Uh, a responsible party beyond responsible parties for world domination of the Brits. Oh, you know what? First of all, I want to congratulate Mark on brilliantly connecting those stories to the to the present. You're right. I mean, I just said is whenever there's a rare natural resource that people want, you're going to get wars. And our whole lifetime, we've been having wars over oil. They're going to read about this in a couple hundred years, and they're going to be like, "Really? They fought over oil?" Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like we're saying, really, they fought over salt and coffee. Yeah, but we, wars. But we get it. Like you, I, I get it. Like it was, it, it was life changing, right? It changed life, and, and it was a commodity, right? You knew you could sell it. I mean, I feel like inevitably we're like we're probably 15, 20. We talk about, you know, the the fights we'll have over oil and and water going forward. But I think it might be sriracha. Like that's, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, it's good. It's good. It makes everything zesty. Oh, the great sriracha wars. The great sriracha wars. Yeah. Right. Um, Stephen Scales makes a good point. I like my coffee with weed because I want to be fully aware of how high I am. <laughs> Always thinking. <laughs> Always thinking. Okay. And by the way, we kid around about big water, and then we talk about commodities and natural resources. It is entirely possible that the next set of wars are going to be over water and not oil. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm not gonna. Yeah, because Ben gonna, doesn't want the water anyway. I don't want it anyway. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, well, how am I gonna cleanse my palate? <laughs> this isn't gonna work for me. I'll be I'll be I'll be screaming hot mouth. Just have lemonade, and then we don't have to fight. It's over. That's right. <laughs> All right. Somebody's uh, gonna be like, you know how they make lemonade? It's mostly water. Shut up. <laughs> um, Mary Animal writes in on Twitch, beer saves lives, kind of. Um, <laughs> let's go to vegan vengeance. Um, 
So um, I wrote this down as a note, uh, apparently years ago. And it was in a different set of folders on my iPhone. And I so I hadn't seen it at all, but it said old school vegan vengeance. Hmm. And I was like, that sounds like such a good topic. I wonder what the hell I meant, <laughs> okay? And, and then I mentioned in the studio that right before I left and, and came home to do old school. And both Asher and Craig, so Asher produces this show and the one last one I was on. And, and Craig's was our stage manager today. They're both like, oh, cool, vegan vengeance. I'm like, wait, is it a thing? <laughs> okay. And, uh, and Asher was like, no, I don't know that it's a thing, but it sounds really badass. And I was like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And I instantly pictured like a Quentin Tarantino movie where the vegans are like, finally, it's more time. <laughs> <laughs> like the most ironic movie ever made. It's payback time. That's right. Yeah. We don't slaughter animals, but we do slaughter humans. <laughs> it's probably bad, probably not a good vegan look. Okay, anyway, uh, and then uh, Craig was like, no, 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 I, is that the thing where they pour the milk out? And I was like, so there is a thing? And apparently- in So there was no, you, you had vegan vengeance written down, but you had no notes connecting it to anything. Yeah, it just, here, I'll read it to you uh, in a second when I'll pull it up. It's super vague. Um, and, and what year was it? Did you, does it, does it show up when you took that note? Oh, Good question. Oh, it's not that pat old. Uh, July twelfth. Uh, it's my son's birthday, so I apparently I was thinking of nonsense things on my son's birthday. But anyway, on the uh, twenty twenty one, it writes vegan vengeance. Not a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Not a lot of it. That's because they have wider circle of empathy. Mm, sounds now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's less less fun story all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Let's go back to that. let's go back to the uh, to like Mark Thompson and, and Woody Harrelson like you know walking down the street and like just uh, shooting people in the forehead who are like, <laughs> <laughs> you know eating a Philly cheesesteak like that's better. Yeah, yeah. Well, that got that, that hit a little too close to home because <laughs> no, uh, yeah, right, yeah. I'm part of Big Cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are part of Big Cheesesteak. Yeah. Okay, as am I. Uh, so, Mark, have you heard about this? The thing that Craig said, where they uh, oh, the well, there was, are going and just pouring out the milk. Yeah, they just did it in Great store. Britain. I saw a video. I think it just happened yesterday, or uh, yeah, yesterday. They went into you're talking about a supermarket where they go and they just pour milk out all over the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. they like what the like what those guys did with the Van Gogh. <laughs> sort exactly. Of. Yeah. You know, and I got to tell you, you know me, I'm a, a passionate vegan. I, I don't. Maybe I should be more active, or maybe I should. Well, I try not to be. You know, a finger wagger because I just don't think you get anything that way. I don't approve, but it's weird because you have to make noise as an activist. Um, and I know it's old school. I don't want to be too heavy or serious about that. No, uh, no, I, no. But I, just to make the point, uh, so I sympathize with trying to make uh, noise. I mean, anti-war activists have to do this. Um, uh, you know, Jank, you're a great one for making noise, and you do it in a way that rallies people, but you don't do it like you're not going to run out at ha in the middle of a you know a football game with you know some kind of Medicare for all spray painted all over your chest or something. I mean, I just think that it's a it's a challenge to make enough noise to get publicity 
but to also not turn people off. And I always worry that this stuff you're talking about, the vegan vegan vengeance or whatever, where they're pouring milk out all over the, uh, or they're locking themselves to uh, the uh, basketball net, you know, as as happened during the playoffs or running out. It just happened the other night in the Monday Night Football game. I don't know if that gets us the kind of um, so wait, buy-in that, guy, so that, that, that I would like. That guy was an activist who came out and then Bobby Wagner took down? That guy was yeah, a- that was, he's with some, and actually it's with a group that really makes a lot of noise. They're called Direct Action Everywhere. They're from the Bay Area, and I respect so much what they do. And by the way, that big pig case where they brought the FBI in to like chase down the people who had the pigs, it was the most ridiculous thing. I mean, really, it's big ag at its very worst. Uh, prosecuting these people as terrorists. I mean, it's it, it's serious. They they force them uh, in situations where they may do serious time. You know, uh, in any case, those are from this. Those people are from that same organization. Direct action everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it, it's funny you say that because we talked about it on the show and we talked about it in the context of the uh, the oil activists or climate change activists who threw the tomato soup on the Van Gogh. Um, and oh, they were big. Oh, they were oil. That's right. Oh, they were. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah, that was oil. And so, I, what was the what was the final thing? Was there a, a like a a wash put over the painting to prevent it from being destroyed? There was a glass. I thought it was protected or, by glass. I, could, I read it? both things. I read glass, and then I read that no, it's not glass, but it's a like a, a, a anti whatever. It's a thing that lets the clean off the paint without actually destroying the original painting, like a enamel. Hmm, interesting. I read plexiglass for what? Yeah. It was. Um. So uh, when we did that story, I changed my mind about Bobby Wagner. Uh, so first on the tomato soup, um, the problem to, to Mark's point, I said the same exact thing. You you got to make a lot of noise, but the problem is if you're destroying a Van Gogh, then all of a sudden people start thinking about you like the Taliban, right? That right. you're destroying cultural heritage, and that's not a good look, right? Because then that's negative branding instead of positive branding, and you're and so you got to be careful with that balance. When I saw Bobby Wagner deck that guy, this different story, different protester. Bobby Wagner, if you don't know, is a great middle linebacker now on the Rams. And it was, I was at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. He decked him, right? And and that guy doesn't belong on the field, and he's trespassing. And then I was like, wait a minute, he's probably trying to bring attention to a good cause or a cause he cares a lot about. And he doesn't have pads on, and and Wagner does. You know what? Don't do that. Yeah, it's a, it's it's just it's the difference between blindsiding him and knocking him down, and like grabbing him. If he grabs him and kind of bear hugs him and turns him over to the police, then he's then he's then he's a hero, sort of in the in that limited moment before you know any other details. Yeah, yeah. So, Mark, be honest with us. Have you ever had any vegan vengeance fantasies? Uh, fantasies? Yeah. <laughs> I really, you know, no, and you know, I, I Jank, you know me, I'm militant. Like, I'm not about my, my own uh, veganism, if you want to, you know, but like, I don't want anything from an animal. I don't want any, any animal anything to do with, but I can avoid it. Uh, but I'm not here to yell in a restaurant about, I, I, I think it's abhorrent. You know, foie gras and all of these things, and the dairy industry is a real problem. I mean, though that that we've talked about it before. So anyway, I get all the arguments, but no, I can't. I'm not a vengeance guy. Maybe I should be. There's a part of me that feels guilty that I'm not more, you know, 
involved with trying to communicate the message in a good way. But the one thing I wouldn't do is, you know, shout in a restaurant, run onto a football field, and I and and or you know, or throw you know paint on you on somebody's coat. You got to know where you are. You can't. I mean, you know, you'd lose ultimately. You'd lose friends if you went around shaming people. I mean, nobody would want to go eat with you. Right. Well, yeah, and, 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 and in that in that context, I'm not to interrupt Ben. I was just going to say, that in that context, though, you lose the crowd, you lose the audience when right, yeah. you do this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, uh, I I was struck. I just watched it again. A wonderful uh, curb your enthusiasm with uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, where Woody plays a version of himself as a sort of crusading vegan who loves to milk sh- to cream shame. You know, like and so when Larry <laughs> offers, it's so good, it's so good. And this guy, it's where Larry has to tries to accidentally spills, can't see from the doctor's office, eye doctor's office, and then he he spills his coffee all over the a Klansman's outfit, Klansman's robe, and feels obligated to get it fixed. Um, so, uh, but like the idea of cream shaming, I think is fun, and it reminded me though of my new friend. Uh, by friend, I mean acquaintance, but I like him very much. James Cromwell, the actor and 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 a real yeah, he's a real activist, a real he's activist, a real and, a, and on yeah. a lot of issues, on all the, all the important issues, he has a real keen sense of what's happening in the world. And but you know, he's not nuts. He he thinks there's a difference between Republicans and Democrats, even though he's like as you know, angry at Democrats as Jenk is. But you know, he like you know, so but he's like they um, he uh, so he was arrested at a Starbucks. For protesting, he glued his hand to the barista counter, right. right? And and do you know why he did that? I thought he was pro, I thought he was protesting just that, wasn't he? It was I thought it was an animal activism move. Am I he, wrong? It was. Do you know what the actual request was, though? Yeah, that they charge more for soy That's milk right. than get, they do. They charge a lot more for. They do. That they reason. do. I, as someone who now gets oat milk, they uh, they do, and the. Um, although it really oddly depends on the Starbucks, but it was so specific that what he was trying to do was call attention to the fact that Starbucks should not upcharge on non-dairy products. 